Hey, what's up? This is Jordan Goliath, and you're listening to the People Podcast. Welcome back to the People Podcast, where we are now at episode 26. The theme of the show this month has been March Madness, as last week we talked to Quentin Jackson from Texas A&M, and this week we're talking to another dynamic college basketball player. Introducing Jordan Goldwire. Jordan's story is unique. He played four years of college basketball at Duke, where his teammates included a laundry list of NBA draft picks. But then he transferred to his current team, the Oklahoma Sooners, where he's continued to evolve his game and make a name for himself. Jordan is a tenacious defender that racks up a ton of steals, and he shuts down some of the biggest names in the sport. But how does he do it? And what was it like to get recruited by the winningest coach in college basketball? For more on that, let's hear from the star of this week's episode, Jordan Goldwire. Jordan, thanks for joining the show. How are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I appreciate you taking time calling me. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, you're at Oklahoma now, but I know you were born in Georgia. Can you tell me a little bit about your childhood and when you first fell in love with basketball? Yeah, um, I grew up probably like 30, 40 minutes north of Atlanta uh, in a place called Gwinnett County. Uh, So my elementary through middle school, I grew up in this area kind of called uh, the Acula. And then um, I went to high school like in North Carolina, but I probably... Uh, I've been playing basketball for a long time, so I've uh, been playing since I was four. So I think it's kind of since I was four, since I first started, you know, I kind of always had a love for the game. You mentioned that you played high school basketball at Norcross, and I got to ask you about your high school playing days because you were on a team with loaded D1 prospects. Yourself, Rashawn Hammonds, Lance Thomas, BJ Boston, Kyle Sturdivant. You guys went 26-6 and your senior season, 8-0 on the road. What was it like playing with such a stacked squad like that? Yeah, um, yeah it was great. Uh, not even just my last year, but even – all, all the years uh, I started playing, I, cause I actually didn't even play varsity till my uh, sophomore year. So uh, even our teams then were pretty loaded with a lot of uh, D1 guys. But my last year, you know, we had a really good team, played a national schedule, played a lot of good teams. So that was a fun year. What do you most remember about your high school days and playing with the team like that? Was there a win or a game in particular that stands out? Um, for sure. I think that um, senior year, like I said, we – we, um, my, all three years that I played varsity, you know, we played a really good schedule and we got to tournaments and stuff, um, play a lot of good teams. But my senior year, I would say definitely, uh, we went to the City of Palms in Florida. That was a really big tournament. And then, uh, we had some holiday tournaments. We played like Kyle and Sexton and all them. So, um, I would say games like those. Right on. And then after high school, you go on to play at Duke, where, again, you played with tons of high-level talent. I mean, Zion, R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, Gary Trent Jr., the list goes on and on. And I imagine there's only a small number of players on Coach K's radar every year. So how did it feel to get recruited by Coach K and then play for such a legendary coach? That experience, you know, of once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, like when it presented itself, because, you know, I wasn't a highly recruited guy. Uh, coming out of high school. So I, I had some looks and some offers from school. And a lot of different schools called me, you know, talked to me, uh, just didn't necessarily offer certain schools. But, I mean, when when that opportunity came, um, it was just a no-brainer with me and my family when we decided to do it. And, you know, I'm thankful for that opportunity. 
What were some of those practices like? Because, uh, again, we touched on all the high-level talent you were playing with. So I imagine those scrimmages got really rowdy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, that's a lot of what practice was there. You know, a lot of playing, you know, getting up and down, and getting continuity with the guys. So a lot of practices, you know, all we did, like I said, was scrimmage. So you would see different st- stuff every day, different guys. You know, it's real competitive. Guys competing, getting after it. So, I mean, those practices, you know, I'll never forget those. Yeah, I bet. And you had a great career at Duke, playing 116 games in four years, working your way up to a starter in your junior and senior seasons. In your junior year, I saw you were top 10 in the ACC in steals, assists, and turnover ratio. In your senior year, you made the all-ACC defensive team after leading Duke with over two steals per game. What was the key to your growth as a Blue Devil? All right. Um, you know, just try to get consistency. Uh, my first two years, you know, it was hard to get on the floor with the talent that we had and you know, I, I had spurts here and there, but uh, my junior year, I think uh, I had already done it for two years. So it was just, uh, we had some young guys on, I think, that team as well. So just, I had already been able to build trust with coach. And, you know, the more I played, you know, just the uh, more impact I was trying to, I was having, honestly. So just being on the floor more, I think that changed a lot. And then, you know, just playing with the good, good guys around me, you know, helped me as well. What did you learn about yourself in your time at Duke? Because I imagine that requires some serious patience. You know, you had to sit behind some big-time talent and then wait for your moment, but eventually it came. Right, right. I mean, like I said, um, with the guys that we had, it was just hard to get on the floor. So it was just more so me and my dad, you know, talking about certain stuff. Obviously, a couple of times I thought about leaving, but um, just thinking my dad, you know, he was always saying, he was always the one to tell me, like, if you uh, get in a situation, you know, don't you can't just run from it. So, obviously, I want to be on the floor, so I just continue to work and, like I said, build trust with coach. So, I just think it just helped me become more mature and realize, you know, not not everything is handed to you and hasn't been, you know, my whole life. So, I think it was just it kind of just helped me build more character. Yeah, well, you build more character, you build a name for yourself, and you graduate from Duke with one year of eligibility left. Then you go to Oklahoma to play for Porter Moser, who, like you, is also new to the program. What has the Oklahoma experience been like for you, and, you know, how have they embraced you? Yeah, um, it's been great, you know. Um, Like you said, I decided to, you know, come back to school and do another year because I thought it could help me and, you know, the things I want to do going forward with my career, so I just... I think that um, Oklahoma, they, they've embraced me. They, like you say, he's new, so they, they've embraced him. And, you know, he's building a culture that uh going to continue to last for many years to come. So it's been a great experience, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, on the court, Jordan, I got to talk about your defense again because you are just a menace at that end of the floor. You're one of only three players in Duke history to average more than two steals a game, and you held a record of having 19 straight games with two or more steals. What is your secret to swiping the ball so often? Yeah, um, I just think, you know, it was a lot of instincts. You know, Coach, he allowed me to um, he allowed me to gamble and get up, get up in guys, and you know we switched a lot. So a lot of times you're on maybe bigger guys, so you're lower to the ground and just reading passing lanes, stuff like that. So I mean, it wasn't obviously something that I just came out every game like, oh, I'm going to get this many steals. It's kind of something that I have to. Well, apart from your steals, you lock opponents up, and you're locking up the best of the best, whether it's the ACC or the Big 12. Big-time scorers just do not have big games against you. So what's your favorite part about playing defense? Because a lot of players just don't focus on it like you do. Right. Um, I just think it's, it's just something that you gotta got to want to do. You know, a lot of people 
take plays off. Uh, I even find myself, you know, sometimes taking plays off on defense, you know, when you're but just wanting to take the challenge and guard the other team's best player or whoever it is. Um, I just think it's something that's it's always been something that I've liked to do since I was little, you know. If you ask a lot of people, they'll say that I've always played defense, I think. So I just think uh, it's just something about warning, warning and effort and, you know, willingness. Yeah, and it's clear to see that when uh, anyone watches you play. But on the other side of the ball, one thing I'm loving about your time at Oklahoma is the growth of your offensive game. You're leading the Sooners in assists per game and averaging double-digit points per game for the first time in your collegiate career. Where do you think you've improved the most offensively? Yeah, um, I just think it's been probably picking my gaps and reading how the defense is playing me, you know, seeing a lot of different defenses, the balls uh, in my hands way more, even though I was the point at guard at Duke. But, you know, the ball is in my hands way more. I'm coming off more ball screens and making reads and getting, being able to get downhill more, get to the sideline a little bit. So I think it's just more of me having the ball in my hands, which has led to some of the success. I love it, man. Well, it's been really fun to watch. And I got a few more for you. Outside of playing basketball, what are some of your favorite hobbies? Um, I wouldn't say I'm a huge, you know, hobby guy, but I, I like to shop. I like to travel to different places, you know, hang with my friends, do a little cooking. Nothing major, though, but yeah, definitely I would say probably shopping and traveling. I like to go to different places. Where are some of your favorite places that you've traveled to? Um, in the summer, I work out in Arizona, so I kind of like that Phoenix, Scottsdale area, Miami, of course, uh, New York, different places. I mean, a lot. Now I wouldn't say I'm a big like I haven't been out the country a lot, like different places, but I would say in the U.S. I've been to a good amount of places. Texas, not too bad. That's not too far from where I'm at now. You're going to Arizona in the summer, so you must really be down with the heat. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for sure. I mean. Georgia, it gets hot in the south, so, I mean, Georgia gets hot, but obviously that's a different type of heat, but for sure, I mean, so it's a, I like the city, though. Okay, so you're used to it, it sounds like. Um, how about this one? If you could dunk on one of your former teammates, who would it be and why? Uh, if I could dunk on one of my former teammates, it would probably, I'll probably say either Javin, because me and Javin, at least always, kind of do that. Uh, I used to do that sometimes. Probably Jalen DeLaurier or probably maybe Gary Trent. Okay, well, hopefully we can see that happen. And then lastly, Jordan, what's next for you? I know you're grinding away at Oklahoma to make some noise come tournament time, but is your ultimate dream to play basketball in the NBA? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that's everybody's ultimate goal, you know. Whether that happens, uh, who knows, but, you know, that's, that's definitely something I'm shooting, shooting for or something that a place that I wanted to play, you know, growing up. So I definitely think uh, we'll see. Uh, just got to finish the season first, you know, like you sound focused on against the NCAA tournament and be able to make even more noise. So before that can even happen, I'm just trying to finish out the season strong. Definitely, man. Well, you got the right mindset. And any team would strike gold if they added you, Jordan. So I'm really excited to see what's next for you. But in the meantime, I want to say thank you so much for joining the show. It's been a lot of fun learning about your story, and hopefully we can reconnect sometime down the road. Yes, sir. No no problem. I appreciate you reaching out, like I said. Sorry I couldn't happen sooner, and uh, thank you for having me.
really enjoyed my conversation with Jordan Goldwire. What I learned from Jordan is the importance of patience as he had to sit behind some big time names before finally getting his shot at Duke. But when he did, he certainly made the most of it and he's continuing to ball out at Oklahoma. He never gave up, he continued to develop himself and it's been amazing to see his growth. What did you learn in this week's episode? Make sure you're following the show on Instagram at People Podcasting and let us know. But that's about it for me. Thanks as always for listening and I'll talk to you all next Wednesday for episode number 27.